0: Welcome to Wild Heart Alchemy, your spiritual and practical heart-centered blueprint for more joy, love, and deeper connections with your host, Jillian C. Wild. Welcome, 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 beautiful souls, to our last episode in 2023. (laughs) In all fairness, there really are only four episodes that launched this year, But I am so excited to close this year talking about New Year's resolutions and getting us prepared for 2024. In this episode, we're talking about a lot of juicy stuff coming up. We're going to start this episode with the tarot card energy of the year, which is the strength card. And oh, I am so excited to dive into this card. It brings with it such positive energy. Then we're going to move into the blocks that stop us and cause resistance to achieving our New Year's resolutions and goals. And then I'm going to offer some tips to achieving your goals and intentions. And we're going to finish the episode off with a freebie. So stay tuned to the end, especially if you love reading cards. So let's dive in. 2024 is an eight year. So if we add up all the digits, two plus zero plus two plus four we get eight within the sequence of the major arcana in the Rider Waite Smith tarot that lands us on the strength card. This card changes places in other tarot systems so we're going to stay focused on the energy of the Rider Waite Smith for this podcast. So we have the strength card which I am so excited to see us move into this year. After all the chaos that I'm sure a lot of you have felt moving through the chariot energy of 2023, having our energy pulled in many different directions, making it hard to stay focused, making it hard to achieve our goals, making it hard to show up for ourselves. There's been a lot of challenges in this area. And I think following COVID and the pandemic, there's been a lot of cleanup, which would explain the energy running in different directions. So it's been real hard work and an effort to rein our energy in, to move in a more linear direction. And as we move into 2024, into the year of strength, I couldn't be more excited about this card. I think we're going to see a real shift in energy and we're going to see a lot of compassion as the underlying ingredient or recipe that aids and helps in transformation and healing. I think the strength card really highlights a year of compassion towards ourselves and compassion towards others and understanding deeper layers of strength, strength that can be applied to our wounds, to our healing, to the patterns that we are unaware of, and perhaps even give us that boost of courage or confidence to address The shadow areas of our life that maybe we haven't been ready for, but we are building the courageous strength to get ready for it now. Seen within the strength card is the infinity symbol, a strong symbol that is often depicted above a lion's head. When I think of the infinity symbol, I think of something looping back in into itself. And often as a way of moving through healing and moving through transformation, we are sort of looping back into the past and then looping back forward into the present moment. My interpretation of the infinity symbol is where the past meets the present and where healing can manifest in this realm, this day, this present time, while wrapped in infinite love and compassion. The strength card is often associated with the lion and to me this is a symbol of this great lion roar i can hear it this thunderous roar that comes from a place of strong boundaries and courage where the lion speaks that i've had enough this is where i stop and this is where you end and this is where i begin and this is what i'm okay with and this is what i'm comfortable with But all coming from a source of compassion, whether it being through compassionate language we meet the person with, with being compassionate in how we set our boundaries with others, being compassionate for trying new things. When we step into healing and transformation and we step into expressing ourselves for the first time or setting boundaries for the first time or becoming more clear on our boundaries how they are defined for us, how they look and feel for us in a way that allows flexibility to still allow other people in, but to protect our self-worth, that is the epitome of courage. And that to me is that lion's roar, where there's a gentleness within its purr. There's a loving and tenderness within its embrace, but there is a power There is empowerment that comes behind its voice. So for me, the year 2024 really embraces courage and compassion that lends a gentle hand when we move along the healing spectrum, that invites and creates connection. So we all have a responsibility and accountability for ourselves when we are creating connections. Whether it's setting boundaries, we are responsible for our voice, the words we choose and the language that we use. We can set boundaries in a way that create connection and help people better to understand and learn about us. Or we can create boundaries in a way that are too rigid or too flexible and therefore creates disconnection. And we can express ourselves in a way that invites curiosity and compassion into the conversation or We can express ourselves in a way that disconnects us from others. So to me, the year 2024 really roars embodiment of exploration, of courage, and how we can show up for ourselves in our lives and how we can more strongly and compassionately with internal strength and resiliency show up for others. So use this energy to your benefit. Ride its current and know that deep within you, you hold all the courageous compassion necessary to move in the direction of your desires and dreams. So if one of your new year's resolutions is to do something different, start a new project, go deeper in your healing, get excited. Because I feel like the energy of this courageous, magnificent strength is on our side this year. This is the year where we can really learn to show up for ourselves. So thank you, thank you, thank you, year of strength. I know we could all use a little additional resiliency and internal boost that comes from within. So let's jump into New Year's resolutions and the blocks and resistance that can show up, that's why they show up and how they stop us from achieving our goals and staying committed to our intentions. So stick with me. I'm gonna offer you a little bit of backstory so that we can learn to understand ourselves in the perspective of parts work. And then I'm gonna offer you some tips and tricks with working with your parts. As you may or may not already know, I am trained in internal family systems. It is a parts work approach used for healing and transformation and has been adapted to the coaching model. And in my perspective, it is a way for us to understand aspects of our shadow, our beliefs and patterns that can keep us stuck. We can do deep healing through this work and we can also learn to shift and work with our own energy and our own patterns the idea of internal family systems if you haven't heard of it before ifs or internal family systems is a parts work approach to healing and allowing ourselves to be self-led it's creating this connection with our self or higher self This part of ourselves, that everybody holds that is unbroken, untouched, unwounded, and is connected to a greater source of compassion and love. It is our direct connection to source or the universe. And it is this powerful energy that resides within our systems that give us access to become our own healers. It helps us show up in a way that is self led connected to the higher self and when we are showing up with more self energy direct connection with our higher self we have more space within our system meaning the shadow is not as active we have more room and more space to connect with and listen to our intuition So I'm sharing a little bit of backstory with you about internal family systems because this is my perspective in which I view the world. As I said, I'm trained in it. I'm also self-led with over 2,000 practiced hours. I view the world through a parts work approach. So we are not all anger. We are not all sadness. We are not all guarded. We have parts of us that have different roles and different jobs within our system that hold different feelings and we are not all of those things and that is what allows us to shift in and out of different moods different feelings and back again so through IFS we can explore our own internal system how these different parts relate to one another and this is what paints the picture for how resistance and blocks show up it allows us to receive clarity what stops us from moving forward and blocks us from achieving our goals for every part of us that has a desire or a longing there is an equal and opposite part of us that blocks or stops us from going in that direction because the shadow likes to keep us safe it likes the known and it likes to stay in its comfort zone so when we break that comfort zone the shadow can become more activated and triggered because it doesn't know what to anticipate and what to expect. So let's say we have a goal that we want to find love this year, or we want to buy a new home, or we want to step into a career, or perhaps maybe our goal is to have more joy. What a wonderful, wonderful goal. So let's take joy for this example. We have a part of us that is searching for and seeking for more joy. It wants to experience. Love and openness, that's our number one priority. Well, potentially, we may have another part within our system that doesn't feel that joy is safe to receive. There could be old conditioning or old patterning that happens within our system that says, hey, when we've experienced joy in the past, it's been taken away from us or it's not safe to have it because it's not steady and consistent. So therefore we have two parts. We have a part of us that's seeking and wanting joy and another part of us that is pulling in the opposite direction. So we have two parts that are opposing each other and only one part can be active at once. So if we start our New Year's intention wanting to lean in more joy and we're moving in this direction and we keep moving in this direction and then we get a taste of joy. Now the shadow shows up and it wants to pull back. It has a different agenda than the part that is moving forward. We can apply this same understanding to relationships, to purpose, to career. We may have a part of us that really longs for something. And as we step in and get closer and closer to achieving our goal, the shadow is going to pop up again because this is now something different. It doesn't recognize it. It's not comfortable for our nervous system. So this is where staying in alignment gets tricky because we have one part pulling us in one direction and one part pulling us back in the other direction. And often we are not even consciously or mindfully aware what's happening within our system because it's happening within our shadow. And with the practice of internal family systems, we can learn to become self-led instead of having our parts lead. We have a greater chance of achieving our goals when we are self-led rather than being led by our parts. And that doesn't mean that we can't do it. And that doesn't mean we have to be a whole complete healed person in order to achieve our goals. It just means that sometimes it takes a little more energy and a little more effort to get there. And one part can be more dominant in the system. So if one part is really, really wanting to achieve its goal, it's going to work real hard to do that. So this doesn't mean that you're going to get stopped or blocked or resistance and can't get there unless you do all this internal work. That's not by any means what I'm saying. I'm just offering the perspective that our internal system the stories and beliefs that we hold can have polarizations or parts that work in opposite directions of each other, which is the shadow and the light. So we sort of get into this internal tug-of-war that happens. If we have a part of us that believes that it's not safe enough to move in the direction that we want to move, and if it shows up persistent enough, that part will eventually win and take over and it will stop us moving in the direction towards our goal. So in the theme of courageous compassion and internal strength, the energy of the strength card, be gentle and kind with yourself. If you don't achieve your goals straight out of the gate, find compassionate ways to pick yourself back up and try again. That is how we move in the direction towards our goals and stay steady. If you have parts that are stopping you and blocking you and creating that resistance, just know this is normal. We are human and all of us hold shadow and light parts within our system. And parts can come up that show up for longer periods of time than other parts. Some parts can win the internal tug-of-war and some parts will rest back. So be gentle and kind with yourself as you move towards your resolutions, and set goals for yourself that feel achievable. And if you want a little extra support in this area, I am a coach trained in internal family systems, and I can support your direction. You can find my website information below. For this podcast episode, let's dive into some tips and tricks that can help you stay steady and aligned to achieve your New Year's resolutions. When planning your New Year's resolutions or intentions, start by writing them down and getting really clear on what your goals are and make them achievable. Write down with each goal that you want to achieve what your initial spark is, What is the driving factor behind this goal? What launched you in this direction? What are the reasons you want to pursue this goal? What are the reasons behind your intention and resolution? And how will your future self possibly benefit if you move in this direction? Once you've completed writing the details of your resolution, and the reasons that you want to go in this direction, write down some compassionate and supportive, encouraging language. You've got this. You can do this. You're trying something new. We're going to see how this goes, see where it lands, see where it takes us. I can do this. Who am I not to do this? This way, if you fall off track or have a slip, you can check back in with yourself as a reminder that there is a part of you that knows that this is a possibility and hopefully your words of encouragement will serve as a reminder that you've got this and you can try again. When we use language that supports our feelings, we give ourselves permission to acknowledge where we are at in the moment. Then we can show up for ourselves in a way that is true to how we feel and we can reevaluate and reshape our direction with encouraging and compassionate support that comes from within. Tip number two, if you slip off track, remind yourself that you are doing something different, something new. It's a learning curve and it takes time and energy and awareness to build new habits. You are doing something different and showing up differently than you've ever shown up in the past. Or you're trying something in a different way that you've never tried before. This is huge. This is courageous strength. Back to that strength card. This is bravery and it takes time and persistent bravery and courage to go one step in front of the other. And that's all we can do and that is doing our best. Tip number three, if you fall off the track, Try and lean into the learning opportunity within the experience. What could you tweak or change that helps you come back into a balanced state of alignment? Meaning, how is it gonna work in your life to achieve your goals? It's better to go slow and steady. You know how the turtle won the race. It's better to go slow and steady and persistent than it is to go at full speed and burn yourself out. So give yourself permission to make tweaks and changes to your goals so that they suit and accommodate your lifestyle in a way that feels supportive. Remember, building new habits and trying new things takes time to get comfortable and incorporate them into a lifestyle. Tip number four, lean into gratitude. Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Yes, we've all heard it. But I'm gonna do a little twist and spin on gratitude because I know it's not always easy to find gratitude, especially in times where life feels chaotic, we've disappointed ourselves, or we feel disappointed by something that has occurred. Gratitude can help turn things around. It can help shift our energy and get us out of stuck mode. But what we don't wanna do is give gratitude in a way that bypasses our feelings or spiritually bypasses our experiences so first we give ourselves permission to acknowledge how we feel this is an and both is true at the same time type of gratitude so two things can be true for you at one time for example i feel blank that x happened and i am grateful for blank. You can repeat this phrase a couple of times if you're feeling a range of emotions. So acknowledge your feeling first and then reach for gratitude. Once you've acknowledged your feelings, you can start to build on your gratitude and the statement that came before. So let's say for example, I feel sad that blank Experienced happened and I'm grateful that I can lean into some art. Feeling number one. If you have a secondary feeling, you'd repeat the statement one more time. I feel confused that blank happened and then finish the sentence with a piece of gratitude. Once you've covered all the feelings that you're feeling, then go back and look at what you're grateful for. And start to build off of that gratitude. So I am grateful for my art because it helps me soothe myself. It helps me become centered. When I feel centered, I feel more grounded. When I feel more grounded, my thoughts are more clear. And then you can do the same thing for the second statement. I feel confused. That blank happened. And I'm grateful The time and space that can help bring me clarity. I'm grateful for my friends that I can talk to and help bounce these ideas off of. I'm grateful that my friends love me enough to care about how I'm feeling. I'm grateful enough that I care enough about how I'm feeling. As Gabby Bernstein might say, you're reaching for more so the purpose of this exercise is to not bypass your feelings but to acknowledge them because we can both feel heavy emotions and grateful at the same time this can help balance our heavier feelings and help move stuck energy and lastly tip number five remember that freebie i said i had for you at the beginning of this episode i didn't forget I've created a New Year resolution spread to support your goals. It can be used with tarot and oracle cards. It's a 15-card spread with a small shadow aspect to it to help you stay focused, centered, and aligned with your goals. The link to the spread is in the show notes below the podcast. And if you're wanting to work or connect with me, you'll find that in the show notes as well. I'm so grateful for your presence and connection here today and I'm wishing you all the most prosperous and strong start to 2024. May resiliency, courage, and compassion stay with you throughout the entire year. Don't forget to follow along and share with your friends so that we can build a community and network of like-minded people who lead with compassion and lean into healing for a better future. Much love. See you next time.